Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Football, energy drinks, beer, more football. Welcome to Bink at Night. And welcome to Bink at Night. Little short break there between before uh, or between Arrowhead Pride Radio going out. Grant Nicholson here producing the operation. Grant, what a storm for like two minutes we had. I'm not I mean, making light of these things. There's a lot of power out in the city, but it was it was it, legitimately it spooky punch, out there for a second. It brought a punch, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, that storm brought a punch. And I know a lot of you affected by the storm. Heck, we have one uh, texter. He's obviously still got his phone. <laughs> Got to conserve that power, though, because they asked me if you have those little battery backups to your phone. He's out power. He's at 4,400 people in independence. Again, I don't know those numbers in fact, but that's what he said. I've seen pictures on Twitter of trees down in Lenaxa. Here's the thing about it, though. He said he had a case of beer. And, you know, that's smart thinking. Hopefully he bought some ice to put on it to keep that beer cool throughout the night, Grant. But I don't know if that's true. Because he might not have been planning for his fridge to go out. Would you rather lose your fridge or your phone for a day? For one day, I mean, the answer is fridge, right? Me too. Yep, 100%. Like the food, I, and I'm I'm a single guy in an apartment. Like, there's not that much in there. I can replace the food in the fridge. Yeah. But a f- day without a phone, I mean, but basically if you had like a, a bunch of beer, day. I mean, it keeps your beer cold, you know? Yeah, the... but beer's not going to go bad. That's not no, that bad. No, it's not. The red the storm at. Eventually will. You can go down to the There is expiration locally. dates on beer, by the way. Yeah, but it's one day. It's not going to expire the next day. How slow are you drinking your beer? I'm with you. I'm just saying the text I was talking, I guess they had lost power and asked, and I put my app on during the break and just make sure it's working. And it was. It was. Because I don't know how many AM radios people have laying around. Maybe they do for storms, right? They get down the storm shelter or whatever. They flip on the AM radio. But if you want to listen to KBZ, listen on the FM side and see if it's going to storm or not. But here's the thing, though, Grant. It was a big line we knew was going to pack a punch. I'm just glad the radio towers are staying up. 70 mile an hour winds, you just never know. But I looked outside and the uh, tower's still there. I mean, 70, 80 mile an hour winds, you don't know if literally anything will stay up. I mean, it didn't stay. It wasn't a very long storm, but it packed its punch. No question about it. The Chiefs were dealt a punch today. 
Willie Gay out for this game, COVID protocols. Chris Jones, we don't still know what's going on with that. May have to wait for the test tomorrow. If he Again, we don't know what happened today. Chiefs did not talk today. They got an airplane, flew to Los Angeles, so we're not exactly sure. They'll take a test again tomorrow. Again, they have to be 24 hours apart. And I think the NFL is looking maybe to go a little bit more lenient on some of these rules for some of the vaccinated players because they got a problem. They had 96 players in protocols now for the last three days. 96, Grant. 96. That is a lot for the last three days. An incredible stretch of guys that are put on. And I said last night, Grant, I'm back to where I was last year when I didn't like it. Where you're worried about seeing text back because I get these alerts on my phone from like Schefter, Ian Rappaport, or, or you name it. And, you know, it's like I hate looking at them, especially if the word Chiefs is in there. Like I hate looking at it. It's, it's one of those things like, all right, what's going to happen next? You know, just please, no more Chiefs. I mean, it, and LeJerry Sneed, obviously, personal reasons. He's out of this game as well. But uh, Chargers missing some uh, some uh, heavy hitters as well. The left tackle, um, Rashawn Slater, the rookie, out in this game. So it'll be uh, Pipkins for the uh, Chargers, who, who's been active four times this year. So it, it's a big, big step into that role. But here's uh, head coach Brendan Staley. Uh, Rashawn will be out for the game. Yes, Trey will start at left tackle. And how do you think he'll do in that role? I think Trey's had a... A brief good week of practice, uh, and you know Trey's continued to improve for us, and I think uh, we have confidence in him to go execute the job, and we're going to do everything we can within the game plan uh, to make sure that we play really well around him. The other five guys, you know, the other four guys on the line, and you know his other ten teammates, uh, and I think that uh, this is just a great opportunity for him. It's a great opportunity for him, and uh, I know that he's had a, a good uh, week of practice, and I'm excited to see him compete in the game. Well, we'll see. That it's good news for the Chiefs, and <laughs> you get this rook out there going against this Chiefs. You don't want to make uh, you want to make uh, Justin Herbert feel uncomfortable. Uh, it's a guy I'll tell. You, I just look at their schedule. I know he's a good quarterback, right? He's a good quarterback, but what he faces, you know, good defensive minds like the Patriots shut or beat him earlier this season and shut him out. They beat him. Dan Quinn and the Cowboys beat him earlier in week two. Vic Fangio. I don't know what the hell happened a couple weeks ago in Denver when they beat him 28 to 13. Only held to six points. Wink Martindale, defensive coordinator for the Ravens. So they have limited this team, certain good defensive coordinators, certainly Spagnola's on quite the role with the Kansas City Chiefs. So still waiting on that. I'm on Gilbert Manzano, who covers uh, the Chargers out in Los Angeles, beat writer for the Orange County Register last night. And I asked him, I said, hey, Spagnola called uh, Justin Herbert elite. And Honey Badgers asked about it, too. Is he elite or not? And he brought up the fact that he'll struggle sometimes against good defensive minds. But you say, who is Trey Pipkins? Well, he has missed four games this year by being inactive. And here's Brendan Staley giving you the answer. He's the head coach of the Chargers. He was asked, is this guy ready to step in at left tackle? Yeah, I mean, he's had to. He's had to improve. And and so, um, you know, that's why he's going out there. It's because we feel like he's the best option at left tackle. And we've got contingencies within the game if other things happen. But uh, right now, you know, we feel like, you know, Trey gives us, you know, the best first option in this game. And uh, like I said, it's a, it's a great opportunity for him. And, uh, you know, we're excited for him to have that op. We've been working hard with him to improve his game. And I know Frank and Sean have worked really hard with him, his fellow O-linemen. And uh, I know uh, he's going to be ready to play. See, that's good news for the Chiefs. As I mentioned during AP Radio, 
Blitz percentage, eighth in the NFL. Blitz is seventh in the NFL. Pressure percentage, third in the NFL. Quarterback hit seventh in the NFL. They like to get the quarterback and feel them comfortable, but it does take a bit of a hit without Chris Jones. And I know the, the narrative nationally has been, well, Jones has moved inside now. That's where he is. I, it's his home. I agree. I never liked this whole experimentation with outside and inside. Never did because I considered him on an Aaron Donald track for the best interior defensive lineman in the NFL. Still not Aaron Donald yet. Just relax for a second. But he's getting close. I mean, he's making you know a run at defensive player of the year in the NFL with what he does. But, again, you'll hear this. He moved inside. That's not true. He had 23 snaps last week on the outside, 16 inside. So you tell me. 23 outside, 16 inside. So where is he? Is he going outside or inside? Because I know you've been beat over the head with the fact that he's inside now, and that's fine. It's He's home in this way. No, it's, he's trending that way. He's been getting more snaps inside than outside. But the last game against the Raiders played more on the outside than in the inside. However, with Jaron Reed playing the way he's playing, the addition of Melvin Ingram, okay, you could put Jones from the outside. And I think this really gives the Chiefs and Spagnuolo the capability of what they wanted to do all along. And that's have the ability to play Chris inside or outside, make it a guessing game with the quarterback he's playing against. All right, where's 95? Because he can wreck a defense. You saw that stretch of games where he had three batted balls right in a row in two games. I mean, he could do that. He can wreck an offense. He's that talented player to wreck you. And part of the reason not making Justin Herbert feel comfortable, sitting back in that pocket, he aired one out 65 yards through the air last week when he has time. Don't give him time. Didn't give Derek Carr. Derek Carr can look like a good quarterback at times when he has time. But as far as the Chiefs and their offense going against this Chargers defense, that's 31st in the NFL against the run. They can't stop a cold, man. They are not a good run defense. It could be dominated that way. And this is how certain teams like the Ravens like to run the ball. It's how they beat them. They ran the football consistently. The Broncos, you name it, ball control. It's a little bit like how teams were beating Mahomes early on. You played ball control, time of possession. You ran the football. That's how you win games. Now, Derwin James, the outstanding safety for the Chargers, he's questionable. Here was uh, here was uh, Brandon Staley, head coach of the Chargers, on Derwin. Yeah, he's questionable for the game. We're going to work him out pregame. Uh, he was out there on the practice field today, as you guys saw, and uh, trending uh, much better than he was last week for sure um, after the practice. So uh, we're going to work him out pregame, continue to try and treat him today, tomorrow. And then we'll see at the game, you know, how he feels. So we'll see how he feels. But again, that can be a lot. Eckler's questionable as well. Three guys on that questionable list that are <laughs> pretty important players from him. Uh, Austin Eckler, questionable. Derwin James, game time decision. Sante Samuel Jr., game time decision. They're going to work him out before the game. See if they play. Non-COVID related deals. They had that with, with Keenan Allen. He's back now. I think that's the part he's back now. Mike Williams, Chris Harris were on that protocol list. They played last week, so they're back and playing. And obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs hit with what I call bad news, Grant. Like, I don't want any more bad news. I'm still going to have my updates on my phone. I don't want to look at them. Oh, Schefter, uh, I just tweeted. I mean, it feels it better like not it be hashtag be, Chiefs. Feels like it could be a long 24 hours. It's going to be. Waiting for that <laughs> no extra... COVID calls. Well, we're just about right at 24 hours from right now. I mean, we, hopefully we'll know that people are going to be out of the game well, prior you'll find to out. kickoff. You'll, you'll, you'll find when the enactives come out. I mean, it's sitting Tyrod Taylor getting replaced by Justin Herbert five minutes before because they 
couldn't do a shot right a, with the Chargers. What a sliding door, though. I mean, what if Tyrod Taylor never gets that shot? Are we seeing Justin Herbert like this at this point? I don't point? know, man. I give him credit because he balled out, but the Chiefs didn't he prepare did. for him. He really Chiefs did. did not prepare for him, but, you know. He <laughs> took his opportunity and ran with it, though. It was try by fire, and he did it. I was curious about Herbert going against full stadiums where he can't audible at will, say whatever the hell he wants, read Gone with the Wind, whatever he wants to do at the line of scrimmage because there's no fans there, or just 20%. He didn't in Los Angeles have any of them. Raiders didn't have any when he went on the road there. But 20% at Arrowhead, it's different than 100%, man. Come on. But I was curious how some of these guys would do. And we've seen bad quarterback play this year, and I'm not saying it's all the audibles, but because this is what they're used to, you know, playing in front of people. Herbert wasn't. Herbert's rookie year was playing in front of nobody but cardboard. Remember the cardboard cutouts? Let's not go back there. Chiefs Chargers tomorrow night. Huge production. NFL Network, Fox, you name it tomorrow night. Uh, Colleen Wolf, who works for NFL.com, NFL Network. She'll be on at 5 o'clock tomorrow night. She joins us next to talk about this game. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back, big at night, 610 Sports Radio, the home of the Chiefs. Can't wait to talk about this game in just about 24 hours. Get your reactions about 2 o'clock in the morning here. We had that big storm here. People are talking about it. It stayed smelling like smoke. That's coming from Manhattan, by the way. And it's uh, coming back to Kansas City. But we obviously have a game tomorrow night. Uh, looking forward to it. Colleen Wolf, uh, NFL Network host. You can see her on NFL Game Day kickoff uh, tomorrow, 5 o'clock uh, Kansas City time. Thursday night football, of course, with the Chiefs and the Chargers on Fox, NFL Network, and Amazon Prime Video. Colleen, great to talk to you. Enjoy your work. Hey, thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, I look forward to it. I like talking about this because you'll be talking about this game a lot uh, tomorrow night. Uh, well, uh, well, first of all, you guys moved all your studios out to SoFi, didn't you? No, oh, yeah. Listen, this is a home game for us. So I don't have to get on a plane, and I would love to be at Arrowhead tomorrow. I love Kansas City, but I guess I'll stay in Los Angeles. Do you guys actually have a place with the studio, like actually inside the stadium where you can see the game from like where you guys work? 
I wish. It's sort of situated, so it's in the building that's, like, right next door. It's kind of connected, so we can look at the stadium, but it's not like we're overlooking the field or anything like that. We can, like, throw something maybe over to there, but we can't watch it from our desk. Well, it's a great stadium. I mean, look at the cost of that. I mean, double what Allegiant costs, and that's a great-looking <laughs> stadium out in Las Vegas as well. But, uh, all right, here's the deal. Here's the deal, Colleen. I'm, I'm on this deal now where I'm knocking on wood. I'm crossing my fingers. With the COVID list. I mean, I was counting up, what, 96 players in the last three days on this uh, protocol list. Uh, it's out of control this week, and it, it kind of stinks that the Chiefs are playing it's such an important game on Thursday night. Although, you know, Thursday night football, the Chiefs are on, I like it. Because, but you also want Chris Jones to play in this game, and he's not going to be able to. And Josh Gordon, and now Willie Gay uh, on defense. When this defense is playing so well on protocols, Rashawn Slater out for the Chargers, are starting left tackle, but... Uh, at this point, it's still manageable. Yes, those are big losses for both teams. We'll just knock on wood that it stays that way tomorrow night. It's almost tough to keep up with at this point. It is. I feel like every 10 seconds, my phone is just getting push notifications about <laughs> more players that are out of the say that? It is. It's uh, like the worst excitement that I've had because I, I'm just looking at this matchup and you mentioned Chris Jones specifically is like the one. Chris Jones and Rashawn Slater for – the Chargers, those are the two that really stick out to me because it's just, it, it sucks because I wanted to see those two go up against each other. Sure. And it waters down the matchup a little bit in my eyes because the Chiefs defense has risen from the dead completely. And they've been doing such a good job dialing up the pressure and getting the takeaways. And Chris Jones has been such a huge part of that. Seven sacks this year. I mean, TFLs, he's just been all over the place. And I love, everyone talks about Chris Jones and Frank Clark, but Melvin Ingram, too, has been such a big part of that trio that they have. And as a former Charger, I know that they got him off the Steelers team earlier this year, but as a former Charger, it would have been nice to see all three of those defenders out there going up against this Justin Herbert protection. And now that you have Rashawn Slater down, who hasn't missed a snap all year, and he's been such a big part of Justin Herbert's protection and and just kind of helping him have that success that he's had all season long. It's a bummer, and I'm doing the same thing as you, Jay. I'm crossing my fingers. <laughs> you were talking to Colleen Wolf from uh, NFL Network, and, you know, Colleen, I was, I was having fun with it because I had just mentioned that. Like, every time she – because I have notifications turned on for a couple people like Rap Sheet, Rappaport, and – and uh, and Schefter and these guys, uh, the NFL guys, I, I, a lot of them, Garofalo, you name it. I've got these guys, but I hate when it says hashtag Chiefs because I don't even want to look at it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> like really on pins and needles mm-hmm. uh, for tomorrow. Just, and, I, and I hate that I'm like that because you're right, though. It's, it's tough to keep track on this because then you ask the questions. All right, vaccinated or not, because that makes a difference. That makes a big difference whether you're going to play that game or not. With two negative tests, you can play. If you're on, if you're not vaccinated, you're out for ten days. We know we know how this goes. We saw it with Aaron Rodgers. We we know how this works. But then you then you start wondering: Are is a close contact or is the testing positive? I mean, there, there's so many things here. And Colleen, it looks like the NFL is going to address this. They they want to address this because they realize this is a problem. No games have been moved. You know, they want to get all 272 in, like they had 256 last year. But they had to move games around the Tuesday and Wednesday. You name it. They don't want to do it this year, but. I've been seeing this, you know, maybe lessening of protocols with guys that have been vaccinated. I don't know what you're hearing, but it seems like they might try to get these guys to play. Well, not this week, but going forward. 
Right. That, so they're, they're throwing that out there, um, and I'm sure you saw, too, the fact that they're, they're changing how they work with practice squads and those players yep. uh, and like an unlimited amount of times that guys can be elevated instead of having to waive those players after having them up twice. But they're trying to figure this out. Everyone is as we go, and there's just so many layers to it. And when you mentioned the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated and then close contact, and, and it's like, there isn't a whole lot of clarity unless you know that this player has tested positive before and you've seen how it has, like, just the way that things have gone with that player, whether or not they've been allowed to come back because of the negative test. So it's like there's just so much to kind of grasp with COVID and with the way that the league is working with these protocols. Now, if they do change things around, they're working with the NFLPA and the NFL right now trying to see – if maybe they can change the way that things work in terms of vaccinated players having to have fewer than one negative test before they return, and that would potentially help things, streamline things, keep the season on track. But last year we had football every single day of the week. We were doing Wednesday night football. So it's just like it's a weird world, and it's a weird year just like last year. It is weird. If you look at this game tomorrow, one thing about Justin Herbert is I brought uh, Gilbert Manzano on who works for the Orange County Register and covers the Chargers each week. And Spagnola this week had said that Justin Herbert's elite. And it's that elite word you hear with, with different quarterbacks. And, <laughs> and, and then Tyron Matthew was talking about that too, game changer and stuff like that. But Gilbert you know, brought up something that we've taken a look at is some of these defensive coordinators, like Vic, well, head coaches like Vic Fangio, that found a way to beat him a couple weeks ago. Week Martindale in Baltimore limited him to just six points. Bilicek beating Dan Quinn when he was up and rolling with the Cowboys in week two beating. So I'll ask you this. I mean, is there any concern at all? Like, can teams figure him out? Well, I think when when you talk about the Chiefs defense specifically and Spags, the way that his defenses just heat up towards the end of the season, I think that that bodes well for this team going up against Justin Herbert. But he has really been lights out. I mean, that rainbow pass he had last week, the 60-yarder to Jalen Guyton, he has such a cannon of of an arm. And these two offenses, if there's any offense that can keep up with the Chiefs, it's the Chargers. Now, Justin Herbert, a lot of his play depends on how well protected he is. He's been really good these past four games, 11 touchdowns. I mean, the Giants' pass rush basically took a dirt nap all season, so it's hard to really take anything away from that game. But having not having Rashawn Slater out there, it, it's just I'm wondering how he will be affected in this game against the Chiefs' pass rush because all of the potential is there for Justin Herbert to be successful. And he's had so many different offensive coordinators already, so he hasn't even had consistency in a system there. And he still has found ways to succeed every single year. So I think it's scary when you think about what the future holds for him and then especially for the Chiefs being in that division. No question about it. Colleen, you can see it uh, tomorrow night, 5 o'clock Central uh, in Kansas City time, Arrow, or uh, Thursday night football, Chiefs Chargers, Fox, Amazon Prime, NFL Network, you name it, big game, AFC West comes down to tomorrow night. Thanks, Colleen. Appreciate the time and input. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jay. There you go. Colleen Wolf right there. And that's not bad digs. Did you know that, Grant? They kind of moved into uh, SoFi there. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. How was I supposed to know that? Well, it's a big deal. Do you watch NFL Network? Sure.
I didn't realize they actually had a place where it's that close inside. Yeah, I knew that me neither. they used the outside studios and everything else like that. But you knew that's what happened with Los Angeles. You know, you get out there, the NFL Network would go out there, it'd be close to that stadium, they'd get the Super Bowls. The NFL wanted, or the NFL wanted football in Los Angeles so bad. Now they got two teams, but I don't think anybody in LA really cares. I think the Rams have more fans, obviously, than the Chargers. Chargers just don't have any fans. I only say they kind of rent the ba- the uh, the garage above their uh, parents' garage, or it, at times because they don't have a home. The Rams own that place. Chargers play rent. Chuck Cronkey owns that place. That's his joint, not the Chargers. I'm. I wish they're still in San Diego. I wish the Raiders were still in Oakland, even though Las Vegas is better than Oakland. I think it, it's just weird. Why would you? I, I mean, I get having two teams in LA. Just because it's like the market and everything, but it's just kind of lame. It doesn't feel like a real team. It feels like a television product. You think so? I mean, doesn't it? The Los Angeles Chargers. Do you know anybody from LA that's actually a Chargers fan? No. no. They're all Rams fans. And nobody calls them rivals either because it comes down to Raiders or Broncos. Who do you hate? Yes, 10 people. You're probably not going to get a Chargers mixed in. You just won't. And even the Broncos, yes, whom they hate. They, they hate the Raiders. They hate the Chiefs. But I mean, it's the Raiders, Broncos, Chiefs, Bron- I mean, the same thing. Just nobody hates the Chargers. They're just kind of there. But you know what? They're a real threat, a real threat that can win this division. Transplant team for a transplant city, though. So fair enough. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Coming up next, though, I talked about Brandon Staley for the Chargers talking. Justin Herbert talked about this game and what it's going to be like to play a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. We'll do that next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
And welcome back to Big and I.J. Binkley at Dancy Grant Nicholson. And the Washington-Dallas uh, game being replayed. You know Dallas flew in those benches so they could have warm seats even though it wasn't that cold in Washington? They need seat warmers in and Dallas? They, they, they brought them. No, they brought them to Washington with them last year. Yeah, weekend. no, but why do they have them in Dallas? I have Just no so idea. they can take them to road games? They just like them. Okay. They just like them. like the feel of it, the comfortability of it. They just, well, they just like it. So Dak can have a warm ass when he sits on the sideline? I guess so. All right. Even though he's played bad the last couple weeks, what a nine QBR. Uh, last week at tw- uh, 58 the week before had been good. Last two weeks had been good on deck. But you know what? They won last week. So we'll see what happens to the Cowboys. A lot of flash, a lot of sizzle, but no substance when it comes down to the end. Uh, Justin Herbert today uh, talked for the uh, the first time this week, as uh, you know, Mahomes did earlier, but the Chargers are at home. So they were there today. Chiefs weren't. It was travel day for them. So it was a little bit different having that, that home game. Justin Herbert was asked why he plays so well. On prime time. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I, I think uh, I think a lot of it is an, an emphasis on the importance of the game and um, having a good plan of you know protection uh, routes and, and beating coverages, specific coverages. And um, I feel like the coaches have done a great job of putting us in a position to have success. And um, when they do that, we just go out and execute. I think we can play some pretty good football. Pretty good football, Justin Herbert. He's looking forward to this prime. It's him versus Mahomes. That's not how he's going to look at it. It's not how he's going to say it. But you know, he's this stuff matters to him. Like, they still hold, you know, when Mahomes was playing golf this summer, right, out in Tahoe, you know, he made the comment about Justin Herbert. He didn't mean to. He didn't make any bulletin board material. But, like, it's meant something to him to beat the Chiefs twice now, even though last year was just against the JV, that last game of the year. And then, of course, he did beat him, you know, fair and square this year and when he was playing against Patrick. So we got that win, and a lot of guys got the first win against him. Lamar Jackson got the first win after going 0-3 against him. Josh Allen got that win against Patrick Mahomes. But uh, Justin Herbert was asked about going blow for blow with Patrick Mahomes. Um, you know, fortunately, I, I just have to play against the defense, and, and I don't have to worry about offense and defense and special teams. And, and so it's all about preparing for their defense, and they do a lot of incredible things on defense, and, and they're really well coached. And, um, you know, they do a lot of great disguise, and they, they do – um, you know, a fantastic job of, of pressuring the quarterback, disrupting the passer. And so it's up to us to have a good protection plan, um, you know, be solid on our routes um, so that we have any chance on Thursday. And they do have a talented offense. There's no question. Even though they're right with the Chiefs. Same. 27 points a game even. Boom. Chargers and Chiefs, both the same. Passing offense is essentially the same. A lot of similarities offensively. Chiefs are a better defense than the Chargers at this point. So he kind of answered the question a little bit about going toe-for-toe from Holmes. He said, well, I'm going against the Chiefs defense, which is true. He's not facing Mahomes, you know, head-to-head. But does he get any bounce in a step playing against elite-level quarterbacks? I think it's always a great opportunity to, to be able to go up against those guys and kind of learn and watch and, and see what they're able to do. And, um, you know, they're masters of, at their craft and what they do. And, and so anything that I can pick up while watching them, I think is huge for my game as well. He was also asked about uh, Rashawn Slater being out. And then, because the, this news broke right before he talked today that he's officially out on their injury report, and uh, Trey Pipkins would be stepping in, a guy that's uh, been inactive four games this year. Brendan Staley, as I played earlier, says he's progressing fine. But again, this is an advantage for the Chiefs. I mean, there's going to be dis- advantages and disadvantages. Not having Chris Jones, if we still don't know 100% on that one. Willie Gay, we do know. And Sneed, we do know. Those two guys are out for this game. But you know that Rashawn Slater is not playing left tackle for the Chargers. What's he think about that? Yeah, we, we really believe in Trey, and, and he's done a great job stepping up this week. And obviously it's really tough to lose a guy like Rashawn. You know, he's an incredible player, but um, you, you can't 
you can't worry about that because the Chiefs don't care whether you know whether he's out there or not. And um, Trey's done an incredible job so far of picking it up. And um, you know he's a veteran guy that really gets it. And so when he goes out there, we feel comfortable with him. No, they don't care that he's not there. That's actually one thing they can look at and say, okay, we kind of like this. We think we get to Justin Herbert because Chiefs have. And again, you go back and look. You know they like to go to the quarterback. Blitz percentage eighth. Blitzes seventh in the NFL. The NFL. Quarterback hits seventh in the NFL. They do get to the quarterback. And the Chargers, you know, scoring offense, they're 27 points a game, as I mentioned, like the Chiefs. They're passing offense fifth, Chiefs sixth in passing offense. Run run offense, Chiefs are actually better at 16th, they're 20th. They're very similar offensively. Defensively is where they're not. They're 26th in points. The Chiefs have actually climbed all the way to sixth in the NFL in points against. I mean, it's been ridiculous. Three straight games with teams under 10 points. Four of the last five games, the Chiefs have held opponents 10 points or less. You know the last team to do something like that, four to five game stretch? Legion of Boom, 2014 Seattle Seahawks. That's the last team to do that. They've only given up five touchdowns in the last five weeks. Some of those garbage touchdowns at the end. Seven touchdowns the last six weeks. I mean, this defense has been fantastic. And that points per game starting to get shaved each and every week. This is a much different defense than he saw earlier this year. Completely different. What's uh, he thought about the Kansas City Chiefs uh, defense as far as this, this late surge that they've had? Is he buying into it? Well, I think they've always been pretty good, you know, and, and I think early on their record wasn't as it wasn't matching how well they were playing. And, um, you know, they've really turned it on and, and they've played really consistent football. And I think that's the toughest part about their defense is, you know, they're going to get after you and they're going to play coverage and they're going to do all these things very well. And they're re- really well coached. And when you match it up with the guys that they have on defense, um, you know, it pairs for a really, really good defense. Completely different, but it's starting to be more of the same. Because that first meeting, there was like Chris Jones was still dealing with that rest. That was early on. He had a couple tackles. In that game, obviously, Melvin Ingram wasn't there. It's, it's a different game, but you take out three starters, essentially. In Sneed, Chris Jones, if he doesn't play, and Willie Gay. That's significant. And you're hoping they were going to go into this game, but this, this is the era we live in. We live in the era now with protocols where if you're put on it, you may be off. And you heard Colleen there from NFL Network. I mean, she, it sucks because it used to be like someone's got a hamstring. A hammy, you know, like, like Dermon James. You said, when's he going to play? Is he going to play this week or not? Is he questionable or not? But now it's, were you vaccinated or unvaccinated? Because all that, not that I really care. It's their own choice. But I, it doesn't matter if they're playing or not. Like, it is pertinent to this job with players. If they're five days out, just positive two tests, and then they play, or out 10 days. I mean, <laughs> like, the COVID stuff does matter. But it's it's becoming increasingly difficult to catch up with, especially this week with 96 guys. Well, it's also one of those things where, like, if Willie Gay tweaks an ankle on Sunday, you at least kind of have some inkling that he may not play on Thursday. And now it's like, oh, you just get a, a an alert Wednesday afternoon. It's like, oh, yeah, Willie Gay's out tomorrow. It's just so insane that, that your entire roster can change on a dime like that. Yeah, it's weird how it can change on a dime, but do, do you get any alerts from the national reporters as far as with COVID or anything, uh, not COVID, just any NFL information. I don't really, I try not to set up too many alerts. I'm on Twitter enough as it is. So. No, I don't. I used to, I, I keep pretty limited to Schefter and to Rappaport because, again, you're going to get the same information you want the big stuff. from yeah. both, even though both of them do break news separately or they retweet somebody else that did. Like Rappaport's got the whole NFL network. Anybody there, he retweets it. Tom Pelissero, James Palmer, all those guys. I used to be a Tres Paler 
and obviously Nate Taylor now that for for local, but you know eight or nine o'clock at night because usually these things are about free agent moves and everything else, and now it's COVID, which is settled down at this point because there's no testing going on. The test results are back at this point, but again, you still want to you don't want to see it, but you have to. Well, you got to stay up to date. Because I mean, it can change so quickly, right? I mean, within a day, within an hour. It changes. This, this is a big game. It's the AFC West battle here going on. And for Cleveland, they're, I mean, they're playing the Raiders this week. They got nine guys out at this point. And again, if they're cleared to play or not, you think they're going to still be the same preparation, you know, via Zoom or whatever they're having to do than actually being in the building with their teammates? It does matter. Like, staying away does matter. Because if the teams that aren't staying away and are working out with each other and practicing, it's different. than the guys that are on protocol, not sure if they're going to play or not. Game planning, you're getting the it's why it's why the Chiefs signed uh, Elliot Fry, another backup kicker for the practice squad, right? It's smart. I mean, it's thinking ahead. Like what you think it is, okay, what happens if Butker goes down? Like other guys, you know, like Chris Jones and Willie, you have you have replacements, you have depth at those positions. But what happens if it's your punter or your kicker? What are you gonna do? Because obviously, those are both guys that we've seen as special teams player of the week. In Butker, who's got the record for the Chiefs in a season for the most field goals over 50 yards. He's a weapon. What happens if he goes down? What are you going to do? I mean, obviously, they're going to go for it a lot more, not try field goals like this, but extra points, things like that. I mean, these are considerations you have to have. Yeah, because one field goal and you score three touchdowns, that's a free six points that you may be leaving on on the floor without having a kicker on the roster. You just always have to be ready for it. Justin Herbert was asked... Uh, how would it feel to actually sweep the Kansas City Chiefs? I think every game is super important. And for us this week, um, you know, the emphasis is on a short week of preparation, of recovery, and doing everything we can to, to be ready on Thursday. And, you know, the Chiefs, they present a lot of challenges for us, and, and it's going to require us to, to watch a lot of film, get after it in the weight room, um, out on the practice field, however much time we can get out there. Um, you know, I felt like the guys were dialed in, focused this week. Um, so that's always a good sign. I don't know if the guys are just going to hit the weight room extra this week because it's the Chiefs. I mean, it's something they do all the time anyway. But one, one thing these teams are doing, they're not giving the other team fuel. It's not like the Chiefs aren't going to go dance on the Chargers logo at midfield, right? And the Chargers, I'll give them credit for this, because we saw celebrations with the Ravens when they beat the Chiefs, you know. We saw celebration when the Bills beat the Chiefs. Ah, look at us, look at us. Can you stay at the top of the hill? Can you be king of the hill? Can you take the arrows? Can you absorb them? Chiefs have had to deal with this. All last year, they're dealing with it. You know, at the beginning of this year, when it made everybody season to beat the Chiefs. Hell, the Raiders—they did the victory lap. They were still talking about their their win at Arrowhead after the season on social media. They tried to do it preemptively last weekend. They went out there on the logo, which is dumb. And some of their teammates didn't even like it. Some of the Raiders didn't even like it. They, they, they poked the bear, but they're not. But the Chiefs and Chargers will do that. I even commented on the postgame show: the Chargers after they beat the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, they felt relieved and everything, but almost to a man after the game, they were saying, well, we just wanted to keep Mahomes off the field. Because that was public enemy number one at that point. We've got to keep, keep Mahomes on the field, which, to be honest with you, I think it's kind of helping this defense right now. With all the attention is so much on Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill, this defense is actually going out and winning games. And all those teams spend all that time on Mahomes or whatever, it's the defense giving them problems. And when their preparation starts splitting a little bit, we're not so concerned about Mahomes. You're worried about the defense and everything else. That's where you slip up. That's where you make mistakes. That's where the Chiefs can exploit those mistakes the minute that you slip up and try to do something differently in the game. But Melvin Ingram, obviously, has made a big difference in Kansas City. I mentioned those splits by Jones 
23 on the outside, 16 on the inside. Even though everybody gives you information that Chris Jones is always on the inside. I'm just here to tell you that's not true. But Melvin Ingram was making a little bit of difference because he was kind of get the green light to line up where he wants. And so sometimes when he would line up on the outside shoulder of Chris Jones, that'd be inside or on the other way, it'd be an outside where you had to, you know, jot down that Chris Jones played at on Melvin Ingram. But Melvin Ingram makes his homecoming uh, to his, uh, well, was his one and only team for the longest time until he signed with the Steelers, which he will see next week. But just the thoughts uh, from Justin Herb about Melvin Ingram chasing after him now. Yeah, he's really flashed, you know, and it doesn't take long to, to turn on the film and see how, how special he is. And, um, you know, when he, when he was here last year, he was making a lot of plays all over the place. And, um, you know, we got pretty close, and, and I really enjoyed playing with him. And, um, you know, I think it's going to be cool to see him back out there again. And, um, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a very talented player. I don't think it's going to be cool <laughs> for him. I think it's going to be cool. I can't wait to see what Melvin Ingram can do. Grant, you remember all summer long I was talking about signing Melvin Ingram. Get him here because he took that visit. Like, get him here. Like, I didn't want Justin Houston. I wanted Melvin Ingram. Like, that's the dude I wanted. And then all of a sudden, they were going to visit. He's going to visit Kansas City. I was like, okay, he's going to come here. They're not going to let him get away. But, you know, incentives and everything with the Steelers, going to play for Tomlin, was appealing to him. That he finds his way right back here in Kansas City. I was about to say, it couldn't have been that appealing. He wanted out like two months later. Would he have made a difference with the defense early in the season? Who knows? I mean, Especially, yeah, with some Frank Clark out, I think it probably would have made a difference. I've always considered him the way he came in. just kind of like Terrell Suggs. Didn't go to training camp with the team. But I liken them both to on the field, off the field. Except Melvin Ingram's on the field production is better than anything you ever got from Terrell Suggs. But it's the off the field, the same things you're hearing. When we look up to him, we respect him. Well, Terrell Suggs is a little bit different because he's going to the Super Bowl. Or the can. He's going to the Hall of Fame. That's where he's going. He's won a Super Bowl ring. Melvin hasn't. Melvin's not going to Canton. He's maybe get a Super Bowl ring if the Chiefs can give him one, but it's going to be short-lived with Melvin Ingram. But he brought that intangible that the guys respected and looked up to. And as Andy Reid said, sometimes it's hard to bring a guy into a locker room, you know, and fit right in. Well, Melvin did. He fit right in here. So Terrell sucks. Guy started carrying notepads uh, to meeting rooms. You name it because of Terrell sucks. I hear a lot of the same stuff regarding you know, off the field with Melvin Ingram. Frank Clark said the same thing. The minute he signed here, that was when Frank Clark was doing his uh, his uh, media day. Then one day where he kind of said that he mentally got everything kind of right going forward. He was asked about Melvin Ingram. Said he always looked up to Melvin Ingram. He was one of the guys he always liked and kind of looked up to him. And even though Melvin Ingram is just a few years older than Frank Clark, but, you know, he's given that praise. Said he's good for the locker room. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And, and I think Melvin's going to have something for the Steelers as well. I'm still shocked the Steelers traded in the Kansas City. Obviously, the season's not t- turning out how they thought it would. But again, they still had big playoff hopes when uh, Melvin Ingram was in Pittsburgh. S- seriously, they don't have that now, but they did at that point. So we'll see what happens with Melvin Ingram. I think he's got some for the Chargers. Again, are you expecting two sacks, three six? No, just what kind of pressure can you give? Because Jaron Reed, like he's been a different guy since he showed up. Like, since Jaron Reed got here, or since Melvin Ingram got here, Jaron Reed got a sack out in Vegas, got a half sack the next game. He's been showing up and make plays. He stripped a uh, forced to fumble this last week against the Raiders. I mean, this is what this guy does. But he has definitely shown up and been something uh, ever since uh, Melvin Ingram got here. It's been a nice lift for the Kansas City Chiefs. Right, before we go to break, let's uh, take one of my favorite guys' calls. Big T and Shawnee, what's up, Big T? 
Hey, 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 Bink, thanks for taking my call. I just got, I was telling Grant, I just got done doing a big catering order and the lights went out for the people I did it for. So we got all this food for them. <laughs> I felt sorry for them. Oh, for the, for the storm uh, outage people? Yeah, it was a big church. They did a big pasta dinner and the, store, the lights went out and they had all these kids coming to eat, but they're, they're going to eat on it tomorrow. So we hooked them up. Yeah, did you give us a pizza? Uh, they did pasta. They did oh, pasta. pasta. All the pasta, no pizza. No pizza, because right. it was pizza. We could have canceled for them. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, but we're going to hook you guys up, too. I was telling Grant, so we'll uh, he'll talk to you about that. We'll bring you some pies Not pretty soon. Hey, so uh, Grant, I like. So, so, Shawnee, so, baby. Just, yeah, just let me know what kind you want, man. We'll hook you guys up. Uh, so, Bink, you know, I, I like the way this is rolling for us. You know, you can't control everything. You know, this is the times we live in. Man, if I'm the Chiefs, I'm, I'm taking our punter, our kicker, and our quarterback and just segregating them. Just say, hey, you guys lay low. Because if any of those three go out, and that's that's just for any quarterback, really, but especially Pat Mahomes, man. If something would happen to him with his COVID and all this stuff, you know, you just got to keep, keep your fingers crossed and hope oh, they're all doing the right thing. I always man. think about it. I'm not even going to bring that up, but I'm not going to wood. Fingers are crossed because I don't want to – I don't want a situation like the Broncos were in where they weren't prepared. Remember last year? They didn't have any quarterbacks. They had a wide receiver start a quarterback. Like, that's not what you want to see. Like, I, like we're at the time of the year, Big T, where you want these teams, you're getting close to playoffs, man. Like, to me, man. I want to see what the Browns could do against the Raiders. You know, yeah, I, I'm interested I, in that, but not if they don't have any players. I know. they don't, You know, no coach, no no quarterback. It's almost like, I don't know, man. It's really – it really bums me out because this could really screw up the line. Yeah, Stefanski's out again. What, he was out last year at the end of the year with this. Now he's out again. Well, I know. And can you imagine, like, all the bets that people have out there for over and unders? I mean, if, if a key guy's out, that could really screw you uh, bad it, on getting the over or, or the under. It makes but, the line you know, interesting. But, hey, I, I like the way our offensive line is rolling, Dink. I think it took a little time, and it's, it's going to be interesting. Do you know who's going to play right tackle? Have they talked about that yet? No, we don't know. We know that uh, six or seven snaps Lucas Niang got last week. Um, he should play this week. I mean, he, he started – to trend the right direction. Andrew Wiley is uh, is questionable at this point. So he still could be the guy. And I know Lucas Niang exactly got four snaps last week, 6% of the snaps. But And then there's always the Kyle Long equation. Well, there's always the Kyle too? Long situation. So there is choices for the Chiefs at right tackle. It could just be Wiley once again. We just know it's not going to be Rimmers. Well, Rimmers, okay. Well, cool. Uh, Riley, keep up the good work, man. He's been holding holding the fort down good, and and our running backs. I'm loving it. I'm loving how they're 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 they're, they're kind of coming around, and even that Gore kid. That was a beautiful run. I know it was late in the game, and the Raiders were cooked. But you know, you know, Bink. I don't even think the you know the the Chiefs defense not only put an epic beat down on them, they spanked their asses. And send them home to their mommies to go fetch their shine boxes. But that's just what they did to them. And as always, let's go, Chiefs. Let's go out there and get that victory tomorrow. And let's just keep our fingers crossed that everybody can just stay healthy. And 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 and, and when we get that victory tomorrow, which I'm feeling confident about, I'm going to call back in, and it's going to be rolling all night with Bink because there'll be a Bink calling show party. There's a, there's a call-in show party with Bink, and it's just never going to stop. So I love you, Bink. Love you. Have fun. In. Go, Chiefs. Here you go, Big T and Shawnee, obviously pumped about this game. You know, tomorrow, 24 hours from now, this game will be rolling on. It'll still be in the first quarter. Could be getting close to the second quarter, seeing how much time goes off with long possessions in this game. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, 24 hours from now. Again, we're about a day away from defining what this team is, what the season is for the Chiefs. Yeah, they've been playing extremely well lately. They weren't playing so well there for a while. They're 3-4, and four, and you wonder if they're going to the postseason or not.
And now all of a sudden, as they sit on the brink of maybe winning the division or not, and now you got guys out. So all those good feelings you've had the last six weeks with this winning streak, it's on the line tomorrow in 24 hours. We talk more about that, and I get to your calls. Double J and Sean, or Double J and Casey, stay on the line. I'll get to you next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Big and IJ Binkley. Grant Nicholson producing. 24 hours. We'll define. We'll get more into this, what this game means. Pete Tweeney joined us on Arrowhead Pride Radio a little bit ago because he's out in L.A., so we had to miss this week's show, but he's still uh, called in. Called the biggest game in the AFC. I mean, New England and Buffalo might have said something differently when those two teams met because I think that kind of defined what this playoff picture looks like. But it's certainly in the top couple. Obviously, we're sitting here in Kansas City, so it means a lot to us. Does it mean a lot to you in other places? Who knows? I, I doubt it means as much as it does to Kansas City Chiefs. Because I'll tell you, Grant, people have been feeling great about this team. I feel great about this team. But all of it can come crumbling down. Well, they're still going to make the playoffs. But the minute win the division, they won five straight. Andy Reid, 34-6 and six against this division since 2015. It comes down to what happens tomorrow night in L.A. Double J and KC, what's up? Hey, Pink, what's going on, man? How you doing tonight? Good, how are you? I'm awesome, man. Uh, hey, I just want to call in and say, go Chiefs. Tomorrow's going to be awesome. We're going to be greening it like Dwayne Johnson, like Dwayne The Rock Johnson says. We're going to put the snack down on them tomorrow night. And because they ain't going to see it coming, baby. Melvin Ingram returning home. To, the, to play against his old team. I think our defense is going to have a big night. I think Melvin will have a big night. And watch out, baby. Mahomes, if he gets warm, no one's going to stop our offense. Oh. We're going to kick butt tomorrow night. I'm feeling it, man. I'm feeling hey, it. Hey, that's, that's great. That's great. Double. G- I love the enthusiasm. I love the spirit. Good call right there. Jay Southland, Toe Service text line open to you, 913 913- Five seven six seven six ten, the same as our phone number. By the way, you might you might have heard this. And of course, we can't smell anything because we're inside here. But you know, a lot of people talking about the smell of smoke. I don't know if you've been texted that or not, Grant. That people are smelling smoke. Even the mayor's talking about. Here's John Holt from Fox Four. The National Weather Service believes it may be from hot spots seen on satellite images of wildfires in Kansas. Right, these are in Kansas. Major grass fires. North and south along I-70 near Russell, Kansas, according to the National Weather Service in Wichita, issued it a warning 
calling it potentially life-threatening. So, again, that smoke made its way here, obviously, with all that damn wind we got. And I heard there was some up near Riley County, up near Manhattan, too. Yeah, I got a text is. about those. So it's what they deal with out west. It's what they deal with out west all the time. These wildfires, lightning strike or something when it's super nah, been man. super dry lately. Yeah, but it stormed. I get it. I mean, text line is reminding me how much it stormed. But anyway, we come back though. Cal Brandt said something interesting. I'll get back to your phone calls as well, Neil and others. But Cal Brandt said something interesting as he joins uh, uh, Fesco in the morning and coding gold during the week that the Chargers aren't ready for this game. I'll address that next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <laughs> 